Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, this is literally this statement from the special counsel saying it is this is literally the no reasonable prosecutor argument mm-hmm. all over again. Yeah. What makes this so remarkable is that he opens with a flat out admission Joe Biden broke the law. Yes. And endangered national security. Yes. Flat out admits it, doesn't dispute it. That's exactly what happened with Hillary Clinton. And he had been doing this for years. Oh, yeah. Since, going, going back to his time as in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Um, so back to his time as Senate. Um, some of these documents, remember, dated from the 70s that he has, uh, that he had in his possession. No. So that's how old this is. It's how long this has been going on. Um, and so they open with just, hey, he broke the law and endangered national security. Indisputable. And then they say, but no reasonable prosecutor right. would ever yeah. prosecute well, him because he's old yeah. and people like him. Yeah. So now the new standard is if you're likable, we can't prosecute. What is what is likable? Well, if you're if, a likable Democrat, if you're a Democrat, if you have the right views, if you have correct think, everybody likes you. And so you are not prosecutor. If you read prosecutable, if you read this, I mean, it is a galling paragraph. Mr. Biden will like this is this is them saying why they won't prosecute after admitting he, he committed the crimes. Mr. Biden will likely present himself to the jury as he did during his interview with our office as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with poor memory. While he is and must be accountable for his actions, he is, after all, the president of the United States. Based on our direct observations of him, Mr. Biden is someone for whom many jurors will want to search for reasonable doubt. It would be difficult to convince a jury they should convict him, um, you know, a former president who will at least be well into his 80s of a scheme of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. So what are they saying there? This is them taking the dual justice argument, not even hiding it anymore, and saying, look, our new standard is if you are likable and, and if you are socialist, if you are a Marxist, if you're a Democrat, you will be likable to the people, just well-meaning. What is well-meaning? This is the whole idea that, well, they're trying so hard to help by turning America into a socialist communist yeah. utopia that no one would dislike them. I mean, we can't put them in prison. Look how hard they're trying. That is literally this argument in this document. If that is the new standard, then there will be no more prosecutions of Democrats, period, end of memo. And you got a lot of people wondering online, well, I guess 10% for the big guy doesn't get prosecuted then. Yeah. Yes, that doesn't happen. Um, and think about this. Just in the last couple of weeks, we find out Hunter Biden is still selling these paintings and Joe and the White House lied. They do know who's buying them and who is yeah. buying them. People who are Democrat donors who want to exceed federal law in the amount they donate, in the amount they give to a candidate. 
Which is a crime. Which is a crime. Thank you. So what does this mean? Well, he's just likable, but he's just, a, he's just a Democrat. He needs money. I mean, you know, he can't hold it against it. Look at all the progress he's made. He's censoring half the com- country. He knows when you purchase a Bible. My gosh, these Christian zealots. Look what he's doing. We can't get in the way of that. Throwing our Jewish allies under the bus. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. That is the argument that they're making. We are literally going to begin to choose to prosecute based on your politics and based on how likable your politics makes you to us. They are mocking us Mm -hmm. with it. This is, they are mocking us with their power. Look how much power we have. If you're a Democrat, you can do anything. You can go on doing anything and no one will stop you if you're the right people. Meanwhile, just to put this in perspective, just, just understand, for doing what they say, Trump doing what they say Trump did, classified documents basically close to identical to what Biden did, except Biden's much worse because he didn't have any protection from no. the Presidential Records Act because he was a senator and a vice president. Just for that, Trump, I mean, do people realize he's charged with 40 felonies? 40 felonies. Because he's not likable. Yeah. He is not likable. I mean, at this point, why even have any kind of law governing classified documents? What right. is what is even the point of that? Uh, question I have been asking myself the past few days. What What is the point? What is the point? If those with liberal privilege are allowed to do as they want, why even have them? Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, uh, And I think they're they're I, I think this is them getting used everybody used to the idea that you know it's just normal democrats will never be prosecuted unless they you know the democrat party like wants them prosecuted for some mm-hmm. reason yeah well um but other than that uh no here's another question asked overnight by a lot of people online how does the doj credibly even continue to prosecute Trump at this point. Uh, that's exactly what, what I, I'm, I and many others are, are questioning. How in the world can you continue this prosecution when you have this situation with the sitting president versus President Trump, former President Trump? You know, and, and, and Biden lied last night in front of national media saying that um, the, those documents were locked up. No, they weren't. There, there's the, the shot, the famous video of him backing up his Corvette into the garage, and you can see the dilapidated boxes of documents that, in the garage where he's backing them up. They weren't locked up. And, of course, that doesn't even talk about the, the things that were found at his office in Philly, which were available to the Chinese. Yeah, that was at the Biden Center, $60 million funded by the Chinese, and they were regularly walked through there and given tours. And who knows what Hunter had access to right so uh, i mean this is this is establishing this this is telling republicans don't even fight it doesn't matter we have captured the department of justice give up give up yeah the complete politicization of the federal bureaucracy by liberal progressives here's just another one again um two people who worked at mar-a-lago for trump are charged with allegedly trying to, you know, hide this mm-hmm. classified data just for moving yeah. boxes, right? Right. 
Meanwhile, the ghostwriter for Biden, when Biden admits to him, hey, I have classified data, the ghostwriter realizes that's evidence of a crime because he's recorded it and he deletes it. No charges. But in Trump's case, the guys who move boxes are charged. And of course, Biden blames his staff for this. But yet, are they charged with anything? No. 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 Um, and, and so, I mean, when, when, when you realize this, I mean, Trump's facing a 40 count indictment regarding classified information. Biden was cleared by his own DOJ, despite finding he willfully retained classified information about military and foreign policy, national security and sensitive intel sources and methods. I mean, and, and to me, this is the most powerful clip of the morning. This is CNN's Eli Honig laying out what Biden did on CNN. Here are the facts. Joe Biden, established by this report, Joe Biden retained sensitive classified documents after he left the vice presidency. Marked the, classified? Or? Yes, marked classified, highest level, top secret SCI. They related to our international affairs, to war plans, to foreign relations. He knew it. He knew it. He's on tape after he's out of the vice presidency saying to his autobiographer, the classified documents are in the basement. He knew it. I mean, that could be a Fox News talk yes. show host. Mm-hmm. I mean, but of course, he's speaking the truth. He is speaking facts. As he just said, those are the facts. That's indisputable. Period. End of story. We're done. But yet, there's no prosecution. No. No. Um, and, you know, just to just to give you um, some idea, you know, what we're, we're dealing with. I'll never forget. This is just James Comey. And he's talking about Huma Abedin, who, remember, along with Mm, Hillary Clinton, she would transfer the classified data. She would forward it to the unsecure account printed out for Hillary. Right. Right. She was knee deep in this. She was she was the mechanism by which, in a lot of cases, um, the classified data moved clearly marked classified data. So here's when James Comey, just to give you an idea of how this works, is confronted about Huma Abedin. Okay, and the way the classified data statute, the federal statute law is written, you don't have to know it's classified. Okay, that's not a defense. Oh, I didn't know. It doesn't matter if you did it. You're guilty. Listen to the standard for Huma. If he didn't read them, would he have committed a crime? Potentially. Uh, Would his spouse have committed a crime? Again, potentially. It would depend upon a number of things. Is there an investigation with respect to the two of them? Uh, there was, it is, uh, we completed it. Why did you conclude neither of them committed a crime? Because with respect to uh, Ms. Abbott in particular, we, we didn't have any indication that she had a sense that what she was doing was in violation of the law. Okay. Um, and again, when, when he's, what they're, remember Anthony Weiner, who was then her husband, read this stuff too. It was on his laptop. Yeah. And it was, she didn't have a sense. Well, that's not how the statute works. That's, no. but see, Donald Trump wouldn't have a sense what he was doing was wrong because the Presidential Records Act let him do it. And yet that's not an excuse for him. It's just it's it's unbelievable. And it goes to show you, you know, when you look at the extent they're going to get Trump, they are prosecuting him for things that since the founding of the country, no one has been prosecuted for or the laws have never been used this way. And yet with Biden, he flat out breaks the law and they're like, I shrug shoulders. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, what you're going to see today after this, the reason they will get away with it, their power comes from the Republican leadership. You will hear nothing from Mitch McConnell, nothing whatsoever. 
You'll hear nothing from your senator up in North Carolina, Tom Tillis. That Everything's good with them. It's all fine. Um, you're going to hear nothing from the Republican leadership on the Senate side. Now, thankfully, we do have Republican leadership speaking out on the House side, so that's good. Um, that is actually progress. But this is where a lot of their power comes from. They know Republican leadership will let them do whatever they want, especially as long as it involves get Trump. So um, this is uh, this is wild. But this was also, like I said, a inside hit job. You said this too, Lee, by the Democrat Party. They knew what this was going to say. This is a fully captured agency. They're all Democrats, Department of Justice. This was to gracefully take Joe down. This was a hit on him to get him out of the way so that somebody who is more popular can take his place and hopefully, from their point of view, beat Trump. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. By the numbers, six. That's the number of Super Bowl appearances by the Kansas City Chiefs, counting this year's this year's game. Three wins for them. Number two, eight. Eight is the number of Super Bowl appearances by the San Francisco 49ers with five wins. And the previous Super Bowl meeting between the Chiefs and the Niners, Super Bowl 54, Chiefs won 31 to 20. Um, unbelievable. Just this, it's just really amazing how big this event is. Uh, $10,752. That's the average price of a ticket on the resale market right now to see the Super Bowl. Um, 35% is the percentage of people who say they'd give up drinking for a year to attend the Super Bowl in person. I don't like watching football in person. I'm, I guess I'm a weirdo. Because if you watch it on TV... The shots are so much better. You can see so much. I feel like if I'm in person, it's the last Panthers game I went to. I felt like this. I feel like I was missing out. Um, Again, 112.2 million people, number of people who will either throw or attend a Super Bowl party. And my favorite stat, I'm just laughing about right now. Number of people expected to call in sick on Monday, 16.1 million another survey puts it as high as 18 million this is not going to fool your boss this is this is no not going to fool your but they're not going to fall for it texture rates here i predict the lowest rating super bowl of all time i don't know about that i don't think so i gotta disagree you got some good tension between the teams they've um hired taylor swift swift to pretend to be kelsey's girlfriend brilliant move by the way um yeah, because that's how you approach this this generation. Really, the the millennials. If you, if you hire a direct, they don't fall for that. You, you need some, you need something like this. Something's got a lot of social media blame. I don't think she's his real girlfriend. I think it's fake. 
It, yeah, I mean, the fakest part of it was when she brought her friends to the box to watch. And it was like all the hottest people in Hollywood who had popular movies at the time just happened to show up. I was laughing about that. Ryan Gosling. Do you think Ryan Gosling just goes to watch a movie at a suite and doesn't get paid? If Ryan Gosling's there, no, no, no. His staff has negotiated compensation for him. Because otherwise he's working for free. Why would he do that? I think it's all fake. We'll see. I might have to eat crow if they get engaged. Maybe not though. I mean, that could be, a, it could be a fake engagement too. I don't know. New York Times says that uh, Taylor Swift is actually secretly closeted. We'll never know. Texture rates, uh, hey Tara, Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Yeah, that was like the dumbest idea ever. Oh, she's from the Pentagon. Yeah, right. Okay, no. No, she's not a psyop for the Pentagon. She's a psyop for the NFL to clean up their image. That's a perfect marketing campaign. Are you kidding me? All the most popular people just happen to swarm the NFL at just the time. They need what? That young demo that has really been abandoning organized sports to come back. And I'm walking my neighborhood. And you know how people used to put like bumper stickers and decals of like their team? They literally have the women have these on their car decals with Taylor Swift, her name, and the NFL logo. I kid you, as if she plays for the NFL. This is how dumb this has gotten. But people fall for it and they do, they're into it. I'm saying you've got women following the NFL now just because of Taylor Swift. You should see the prop bets right now on whether she'll make it back on the jet in time to be with her fake boyfriend. Texter writes, hey, Tira, I am rooting for the 49ers because I cannot stand Taylor Swift, and that was a great PR move. I don't think it's I don't think it's real. I don't. I don't have no problem with it. It's capitalism. You do what you want. They do what they want. I don't, I don't object to it. Now, this is the uh, Super Bowl rehabilitation. This is the NFL rehabilitation. Did you notice they said this year there's going to be anywhere near as much woke in the commercials either? Yeah, that's on purpose. That's on purpose. They, they realize, they. I mean, they cannot pull a Bud Light here. Uh, texture rates. Um, if Tara, if you're watching Panthers football, it's a terrible experience on TV or in person. I haven't in years. No, no, no. That was just the last game I went. To. I still lived in Charlotte, and the shot angles were just—they were getting so good at them. Now they've got drones. I mean, the shot angles were getting so good at that point. It was just like I, I just like I cr- being here is cramping my style. Like I, I can't see what I need to see. I'm only got one angle here. What do I do? You know, if I was there now, I would almost want to take my phone and watch it on the phone at the at the stadium. Uh, Texture writes, hey, Tira, I have seen evidence that there are unreasonable prosecutors available. Now, the texture writes, hey, Tira, John Solomon, a reporter, came out last night, said Biden had classified documents about Ukraine and Burisma in those boxes. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Folks, this is... Literally a rewritten, no reasonable prosecutor. Remember when James Comey went out there and admitted that Hillary broke the law? That's exactly what this prosecutor did with Biden. He opens his statement by saying he broke the law. And I mean, he didn't break it a little. He like really broke it. Top secret classified stuff. Just hanging out in boxes. The way the law is written, it's not, oh, I was confused if it was classified. No, no. If it's classified, 
The law takes the opinion you should know and you get prosecuted. This was the no reasonable prosecutor standard. It's exactly like the one they've made for Joe Biden. And this is, uh, of course, James Comey back in the day making the argument. But I do not see evidence that is sufficient to establish that Secretary Clinton or those with whom she was corresponding both talked about classified information on email and knew when they did it, they were doing something that was against the law. My conclusion was and remains no reasonable prosecutor would bring this case. And so I know that's been a source of some confusion for folks. (laughs) No reasonable prosecutor would bring this case. Yeah. Unbelievable, folks. And here's the thing about this statement, okay? This is, I'm going to get this in over and over today. This is them formally ensconcing dual justice as the legal standard of this country. That's what was so remarkable about this statement. They're not hiding it. They're throwing it in our faces. What they said here is, yes, he's too old to prosecute. Everyone's focusing on that, but read the next line. What they say is, Joe Biden is too well-liked to prosecute. He's too popular. Juries would love him because he's a good socialist. Everybody loves a good socialist. So we can't prosecute him because he's, he's too well-liked. What they're saying is Democrats are too well-liked ever to prosecute. They're too good. They're too pure. They're too moral. It's just they're too well-liked. Trump is not well-liked. So on literally the same potential charges, Trump is facing 40 felonies. That's just in the classified documents case. So if you read this, legal mind, all you conclude is Trump is is guilty of being not as well-liked as Joe Biden by the people in the Department of Injustice. And why would you lay that standard out? Why would you say this? You could have made the excuse without saying that. They're rubbing it in our faces. Don't fight. Don't buck us. If we want a bill funded, you fund it, damn it. Because guess what? You're not well-liked here at the Department of Justice. And charges can be found for you. That's what they're doing. They're rubbing our faces in it. Like you do when you're training a dog. They're training a dog. That's what they're saying. The well-liked will not be prosecuted. The sympathetic will not be prosecuted. Okay, I'm assuming it's 740. I'm assuming the kids are in school, so this is your content warning. Are the kids safe in school? They still are here in red states, but they won't be for long. School is becoming the place where you go for the primary purpose of having your non-conforming sexual proclivities confirmed. And where you go to be groomed and learn about sex. This is where we are. Folks, this was a bit of, this would have been unfathomable 20 years ago. This entire article. Uh, from the Daily Wire, Virginia's largest school district just put a kink-affirming bondage specialist. Let me repeat. Virginia's largest school district just hired a kink-approving bondage specialist. And put her in charge of reviewing parent complaints about inappropriate books in children's libraries, including children as young as kindergarten. Because really, you can't start too early with kink. And how would anyone know about kink 
if they didn't start learning in kindergarten, if they didn't start learning in kindergarten at the school library. And where will they learn about bondage? It's not like they can get that from mom and dad. So this is Virginia's largest school district. Just put a sex therapist who promotes kink and BDSM, sadomasochism, a little beating before you play the piano. So much fun. In charge of deciding whether to heed parent complaints about books that might be inappropriate for children. Her name is Layla Cooper. And she is now the head of the Challenged Materials Interdepartment Review Committee. So good for her. Um, She was appointed... I can't believe, I'm just reading this, okay? This is just stunning. She was appointed by Fairfax County School Board Chair, Carl Frisch, a gay activist who recently became chairman of the school board. So the gay activist appointed the sadomasochism and kink activist to decide whether books are appropriate for children. Anyway, the review committee um, decides if a request is received um, uh, and also what they do with it. Yeah. The appointment of Cooper, the sex therapist, is a provocative gesture intended to signal that um, although the school system technically has a process for registering complaints about obscene materials, they just get thrown in the the trash. Listen to who this woman is, okay? Okay. The BDSM, a sadomasochism affirming kink specialist and sex therapist. This is from her bio, shelf written. Quote, I work from an affirming and social justice approach with the LGBTQIA community and people of color. And I am kink. Oh, I forgot this part. And non-monogamy informed in affirming. My work is focused on sex and gender issues, including transgender issues, sexual orientation, kink, and BDSM. She also, by the way, specializes in non-monogamous interpersonal relationships, which she advocates for, by the way. Because you can never start too early with that in kindergarten. Uh, Including, she says, polyarmory and family dyads. Cooper's work, according to her website, again, this, is, this woman has been hired by the school system, okay, includes, but it's not limited to, navigating non-monogamy, swingers, open relationships, monogamish, throuples, kinky sex, group sex, fetish, painful sex. I, I can't even read this. I can't. No, I can't. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, it's all affirming. Basically, let me just boil this down. Whatever the heck you want to do, just do that. And we'll teach your kindergartner to do it, too. Her uh, practice, by the way, includes providing paperwork that people can use to get gender reassignment surgery. She will now be deciding what the children get to read in the library. How do you think that's going to go? Folks, they're not even hiding it. This is a total infiltration of grooming in our schools. Wait till I tell you about the unicorn homes. Oh, the unicorn homes. You know what? You knew this was coming. You knew this was coming if you listen to my Battleground America podcast, get it wherever podcasts are, or our website, odyssey.com. 
Or you could just text keyword battleground or just my name, Tara, T-A-R-A, to the text line 71307. Wait till I tell you about Unicorn Homes. I told you this was coming to California. Let me give you a hint. A unicorn home is where your child goes after the child is forcibly taken from you for not, I guess, being kink affirming enough. For, I guess, not affirming the child's chosen gender of the week. Wait to hear this. Coming up next. Wait to hear this. <laughs> Woohoo! Unicorn homes. I told you this was coming. We've now got laws passing in liberal bastions that allow them to take your child. If you will not transition the child, the child is at least 12, they take the child. If your child comes out as gay or lesbian and you don't want to affirm their lifestyle, or God forbid you make them go to a church that doesn't affirm your lifestyle, their lifestyle, they could take your child. That's how it works now. Where are they going to put all these kids, though? Because there's going to be a lot of them. I mean, think how many kids clash with their parents. Yeah, well, they've obviously thought this. And I wondered what they do about this. Uh, because there's just a limited number of foster homes, right? Well, what they're going to do, what they're working up to is paying unicorn homes, gay and lesbian foster parents to specifically provide unicorn environments for young people. Now, there's two of these programs. Well, there's one of these programs already in California. They're trying to take it statewide. They're starting with kids uh, 18 and a little older than 18, early 20s, who've been, you know, kicked out or abandoned by their parents or told, you know, hey, you can't crash, you know, crash on our couch. Uh, and they're going to use taxpayer money to pay um, people with the right political point of view to take these young people in. By the way, young people who at this point are adults, I'll tell you where they're going with this, though. Well, it's essentially a pilot program that gives transitional housing to 18 to 24-year-olds who say they've had to leave their own homes because they've been rejected by their own families for being gay or transgender. This so-called Unicorn Homes proposal was first unveiled today, and it would create a state pilot program across five California counties to deliver housing, uh, which would be run and managed by LGBT groups. Now that's 18 plus, where are they going with this? They're not gonna start with the obvious. No, I'm gonna start with the obvious. Then all they're gonna do is knock the ages down. By the way, they already have that program in California too. This is Bill Malusian with Fox News. The model of this legislation is the Unicorn, Ho Unicorn Homes program that's down in San Diego County, which is a project of the North County LGBTQ Resource Center. So they run a network of these Unicorn Home hosts for teenagers as young as 14. They offer them services like breast binding and changing their names and genders on legal documents. This legislation is called AB 2007. Its author is San Diego area Democratic Assemblywoman Tasha Warner. It says in part, quote, the bill would require the community-based organization to place eligible youth with volunteer host families 
who meet specified criteria pursuant to the results of a background check and who are able to provide crisis intervention with a trauma-informed approach. But the conservative California Policy Center says in a statement, this legislation will do more harm than good. They write in part, quote, setting up vulnerable youth experiencing difficult family situations with strangers whose values are opposite their parents, as proposed in this bill, will only exacerbate our mental health crisis and should not be the policy of the state. Okay, so this is this is what's going on. Let me explain what's, what's happening here. So you have that unicorn home program. Now you put the 14, 15, 16-year-olds in it. You get in an argument with mom. You want to transition. You want to sterilize yourself. She doesn't want you to take the puberty blocker. She doesn't want you to take the cross-sex hormones. So you move in uh, with somebody uh, who does, who's not your parent, after the state of California takes you away. But they got a problem. Kids are expensive. They're mouthy. They're hard to deal with. So we need some incentives, right? So that's why they have sponsored legislation to start the statewide program at taxpayer expense. So now they're going to pay LGBTQ and LGBTQ affirming people to take these kids in. Now, there's this is a way you can pay your bills. Uh, this is a way you can make money because you're going to need a lot of these homes because California and the left is establishing if you do not have and are not teaching the proper woke ideology in your home, that is child abuse and we will take your child. That's already law. They just don't have enough places for all of them to go. So they're starting with taxpayer-funded homes for those 18 and up. As soon as that passes, they'll bust the age down. And also what can happen here in this case uh, is the judge will rule the child goes into the home and is taken from yours. Who told you this would happen? That's right, me. Told you this was coming. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 